fellow heroes and force users of all ages, hello there, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by my friends and fellow nerf herders, Alyssa Simmons. Hi, people. And Dino Nicandros. Hi, people. Today we are discussing episode eight, the finale of Ahsoka, called The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. Holy Force Trinity, we got a lot to talk about, so let's get to, into it. The episode was written by Dave Filoni and directed by Rick Famuyiwa, and by God, we are Star Wars fans. And who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Tangentino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. here we have to mention it when it happens yeah we it I know it's like such a it's, rare it's, thing it's... <laughs> I mean yeah it's very exciting I mean th- 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 these are exciting times these are exciting times mm-hmm. thrilling I mean th- so however <laughs> how did everybody feel about the episode in general I thought it was great well... <laughs> Oh, so he just asks sorry. himself questions. We're like, honestly, like moot. All we're right, rendered moot. Here, we're we're accessories. Like... We're accessories <laughs> to Daniel's madness. Okay, so Daniel liked it as he screamed at you. Uh, Dino? Dino? I'm sweating. Yeah. Um... Uh, Star Wars is just so back. It's as so if bad. it went anywhere, but it's it just feels, this felt, this whole series just felt like uh, a return to what it's always meant to be. Oh yeah. Um, n- n- and uh, don't take that as no uh, shade on any other properties on any of the others yeah. because no. we, I mean we we talked about those exhaustively on this podcast. Go back and listen to those episodes if yeah, you wish. If you want to, if you want to know. We talked exhaustively about how they all I'm encapsulated a corner of Star Wars and. And through tone and through even specific characters, how mm. they achieve different feels. But this one got back to the mystical, mysterious, uh, philosophical Star Wars that I think is a- at the core of what George Lucas was after in his storytelling. And uh, I- I'm I'm just so thrilled that uh, th- we've we found. We know where Star Wars goes because we have the sequel trilogy. Like, we do know where a lot of things end up. But so much is left undiscovered in this time period. And I'm I'm really excited uh, to continue on the journey because I thought Ahsoka just absolutely nailed the look and feel of Star Wars. Yeah. But, it, like, also in a, just a... a somehow new and fresh way kind of yes. you know it, it it breathed like new life into it Alyssa, i'm just gonna say amen because i don't think that there's anything that i can add to that 
I mean, there is. We always can. But what a cop out. <laughs> no, I just. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've borne my testimony so many <laughs> yeah. times about this she, series, and, so. and to be, she was the first to to say it. Out of, yeah, out of I, not just not just here, but just the world. She said this was her favorite. I was Star the first Wars show. person ever. Ever to, have to that say that, thought ever or feeling, say <laughs> or say it, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I just think, think it. Baloney said that. I just think it. It did everything that I like about Star Wars, and it looked cool, and it mm-hmm. sounded amazing, and and there, and you know the. I'll just address this part, I guess. You know the people that are like, well, what's the plot, or what really was the arc of of the season? And I think it was just, I think it's okay to not have things be, how do I want to say this? Are you going to cry? Yeah! Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, linear? Are you okay? Yeah, linear. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it's okay, and, and like what we've talked about so many times of, you know, these like, particularly like the Filoni properties, he does just a great job of. Uh, encouraging exploring and filling in blanks and shading and coloring these characters and these stories that we that we know already Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's just thrilling and i knew that i was gonna i I knew and i hoped that i was gonna like it but i'm really glad that i loved it and god i am too and i just because I we, we were, were a little nervous. we were a little nervous because like Ahsoka you know has already been through so much yeah, yeah. a lot of trauma between Clone Wars and Rebels and um but yeah what a you said it the best you know what a what a triumphant return uh, what, to Star Wars that we're not chopped liver you didn't yes. say that sentence so uh, you're not even chopped liver you're just the whole liver <laughs> oh the raw liver. god. Not even your, with onions. Your liver, your liver and raw onions. You're not even. Cooked. Oh God! But uh, Alyssa, what you were saying about maybe the arc not being linear, or uh, to kind of extrapolate on that, I, you know, I've seen complaints that uh, you kind of ended where you started, and I couldn't disagree more, oh. to be honest. <laughs> Just because, not yeah. with you. Not yeah, with no, you, with, with the, the people commentary. who say that. Yeah, uh, Alyssa, I, I don't I think you are smart think that you need to at all. The actual- I really. Out of here. Get yeah, out of here. You're an actual moron, <laughs> and why we humor your opinions is beyond Turn me. your computer off. Just uh, get out. Thanks. No, but but I I, I, I I do take exception to that critique because uh, at the end of the day, as you really uh, you stated it really well, Alyssa, Filoni does everything very purposefully, and all the characters ended up where they needed to be to achieve the most growth. Oh yeah. What if he so did just this because, all on accident? Just because uh, <laughs> Ezra and uh, and uh, Sabine and Ahsoka switched places. That's yeah. ultimately what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guys yeah, that came truly. to save them are now where they were. But but as Ahsoka sends, says to end the episode. Uh, Ezra's where he needs to be, and we're we we're where we need to be, mm-hmm. and I absolutely believe that. Yeah, because yeah. now Ahsoka's chief concern at the moment is making Sabine better, right? Which she seemingly felt and like she, what, like, she an failed insane at doing. Opportunity that they're like literally stranded on this planet; they don't know where they are even, 
they know that Balin's around. They know, like, yep. they both, it's obvious, um, and we, we can get more into this, but, like, they both can feel some things happening right. there. Right. But, um. No, let's get into it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what what an ideal situation for them to find them in. And not ideal, but, like, ideal, because <laughs> right. the, the sole focus right now is going to be Sabine's training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, Ahsoka and, and, and Ahsoka is finally in a place where she's not coming at it from from fear or from stress. She's like, I am ready to be the master that you need, and yeah. that's like incredible. And and, and and also like um just her being on that planet potentially dealing with what could be an even greater threat than what Thrawn is, which is, like, tantalizing to my imagination. Yeah, um, and, and as for being able to return to the galaxy, uh, you know, get, getting home, but also uh, he, can, he can continue his, you know, aiding in the fight against the Empire, which was kind of what his... that That's what led him to where he ended up to begin with. Sure, was, yeah. Uh, so everybody's priorities kind of align with with where they are and obviously Ahsoka I don't think they planned on being stuck but you can see <laughs> from her yeah, from she her demeanor that that could be a possibility obviously yeah but her demeanor and outlook is uh, I think this worked out and I think it's going to work out and that's ultimately what leads her to forgive Sabine for acting uh so rash in yeah. in going to save Ezra to begin with because she 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 did screw up I mean, mm-hmm. Thrawn returned. Whoops! Right. And, and but she never uh, once admonished her for it, which is no, no, very no, because well, and she even mentioned, she even said, like you know, if you wouldn't have taken the risk, if you wouldn't have gambled in the way that you would have, Ezra wouldn't be home. Right. Right. So, <clears throat> and I yeah. think she might be seeing, yeah, the 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 bigger picture. Um, potentially, or or being open to the bigger picture, because I think she does sense something. She may also sense she hasn't really said it, but like at least in that last moment, it kind of feels like maybe she did sense that where there's something greater there. Like a, uh, that. I mean, I know that at the end, she also I think sensed her her master watching over her too. Right, that, but like, there was some, there know, was definitely something else because Sabine something else. Sabine felt it. Yeah. First, she was like, it's, "What did she say?" She said something like, "It's a, it's a, um, shadow." Uh, she, yeah. Shadows shadow? and starlight. Yeah, shadows sh- and starlight. Shadow Which is something know, to yeah. that effect. Yeah. I think that she probably could be referring to. Cause there, maybe there's a, a chance that she might potentially meet her. Like she might also get to meet. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, I, think, so, I think. I like, think she's my master Anakin. and yeah. Force Ghost. Yeah. For you know what I mean. Like they'll have a scene mm-hmm. together at maybe at some point. That would be. Very... I think that's what she was referring to. But, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Um, but but that being said, I, I think that perhaps that uh, she does sense that there's a sense of ease because her day, her master's Force Ghost is here, but also that uh, there there might be a reason that she was kept here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I tell you the? We're jumping all over the place, but can I tell no, you the, the part of the episode that like, like actually wow, made those? me cry? Oh, yeah, oh, there was numerous actually for me. <laughs> yeah, I but got yeah, emotional. I mean, I got um, I got emotional when Sabine 
came back for Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, I got emotional seeing um, Morgan Diana um, fight because oh, she, she's so good. Holy crap! I Fuck. mean, that is just like mastery. Like I don't know any other way to say it, but just the way that she moves, it is so. And how, like, I, I just kept thinking about how, like, overwhelming that must have been for Rosario Dawson to be like, oh, my God, I'm literally fighting with Bruce Lee's goddaughter. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Ah! No pressure, obviously. Um, no, the part that really messed me up in a great way was um, Chopper coming towards Ezra. Oh, <laughs> it was so sweet. And being like the first to trust. He's he like, knew. oh, I know. Well, I've I mean, seen this before. We always know, like, you know, the. The droids, in a lot of ways, are similar to, like, our pets. Dogs, yeah. And uh-huh. so to have <laughs> him be the one that, like, knew right off the bat and to go to him, like, I don't know. That really just It was very sweet. Yeah. It was so He's sweet. He's like, yeah, this is the old, the oldest Ezra trick in the book. <laughs> yeah, so true. And Hera's, um, you know, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's reaction to him was- Oh, it was perfect. Wonderful. So, so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Is it too much to have asked for a hug? Did we I know, I know. That was they such cut a away. Thing. They cut away right before we got the hug with Ahsoka and Ezra. So I think that they were. I'm like, sure that exists on the cutting room floor somewhere for sure. We'll, we'll probably. I we're gonna see that in. Where it's they're like ah, we'll hold it for. Her. Well, well, and okay. like Ezra's obviously gonna train Hera and Kanan's kid, right? Probably. I mean, that's coming. I, I, right? that, that has to. That happen. has to happen. Yes. That's so like I a full a... like circle Star Wars moment. Yeah. So it's poetry. It rhymes. Um, <laughs> it, 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 there's a, um, I, I am curious to hear what you guys are um, thinking about um, for the future of these um, series. Um, do we feel like, I mean, is Ahsoka going to have a season two and is it going to involve all the characters or, is season two of Ahsoka going to be its own thing, like, on that planet? And now, like, we're getting yet an even other show with Thrawn and the other kids in the other galaxy? Or are we just going to have this kind of, like, disjointed storyline where you get one episode on this planet and another episode on the other planet? And, uh, you know, kind of a la, like, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, where we're, like, splitting up all of the parties, kind of, in a sense. I feel like it's going to be that until that, they're all yeah. until they're all back in one place. Yeah. We're just kind of like telling this sort of uh, like. Cause I don't think there's been, I mean, there hasn't been any announcements right now, obviously, no. but like, I don't, I don't think that even when there were, we knew that like Thrawn was getting his own show or. Right. No. Yeah. At this I think, point... I think this was all just kind of like, this is obviously like, you know, rebels season yeah, like, right. Five. Yeah. yeah five. Uh, well, I want, so let's think. We've got um, Mandalorian season four, mm-hmm. which is in the pipeline. Yeah, is it, that, that has w- been officially, like, announced? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, celebration, uh, I think. So right? we've, we've got, we've got that remember, in the pipeline. We've got that in the pipeline, and I have to assume with, with Thrawn's return to the galaxy that that'll maybe pick up that thread um, while. Uh, Ahsoka deals with her training. If we do indeed get a season two, that it would deal with her training uh, Sabine, but also dealing with whatever Balin and Shin end up 
getting up getting up to um right and we'll talk about that more in detail because i kind of want to weave through the episode but yeah, uh yeah. but uh I, I and and then the storylines converge in dave filoni's movie would be my my guess yeah yeah feels right and and end with filoni's movie we'll probably get some little dips here and there like you know cameos here cameos there but mm -hmm. but yeah for the most part they won't really join up uh, yeah until... so i think i think mandalorian will pick up the thrawn storytelling and and use that as a way to weave those characters into it and then and then yeah have ahsoka season two be off where on you know peridia and yeah and, okay uh, so and you're i think more that's compelling the... yeah yeah so yeah, you're you're more on board with the that two seems... separate stories yeah. that seems like it makes sense I just don't, I, I don't think it, I don't think a new show is going to be covering no. one or some probably, of the storylines. Yeah, yeah, I think Might they'll be, be spreading yourself be, a little too thin. I'll be curious too because uh, we we also have Skeleton Crew coming mm. out, which takes place around oh, right. the same time. Yeah, yeah. And while I don't That's expect it to deal with a lot of the huge plot points, it it depending on when exactly it's set, uh, either parallel to Mando or you know just after mm. uh that that might also shed light on what's what's going on where where they're going more is that, remind me again is that, that's that's a tv show yes yes okay yes more right. more geared towards kids but, but sure. yes it, it's a live action tv show right um i'm thrilled I but wait. uh so the the cold open on this this episode was uh wow. i got so many chills <laughs> that was that was porn for star wars animated fans oh my truly God, i was so excited to see that um the second they started like chanting the the same thing mm -hmm. that like mother Talzin like started i was yes. like oh uh -oh. bitch <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was it, yeah it was really fantastic and uh and what what a great moment for uh diana's character oh man i uh, I, I love her reaction was beautiful like there was a yeah. great acting moment because like it, it you you could sense like the reverence but also like there was like there was like fear too because like oh, i think yeah. that like Big the time. weight of what it means and i think that the mystery because we don't really know what that means either like mm -mm. technically like is she because she's giving up her life you know for whatever that means to her yeah. you know um uh like what is what is, what is she actually becoming? I know she's becoming like you know a night sister of old, with the uh, magic with the K. <laughs> um, I, I I I but um but yeah, you could just see it in her face. Like like there wasn't like a sense of like yay, I'm so excited, I can't wait to do it. You know she was well, like, and oh and, shit, and, yeah, it was scary. And we learn her her broader motivation is the preservation of her people, and yep. that becomes right very apparent in in this episode uh her like she, i mean, I mean she's straight upset when thrawn says like for the empire and he walk he walks away and then she says for dathomir I yeah mean, like yeah no this isn't for you and i love i love that this is yet another instance where uh the villains in this series all have uh goals that somewhat align mm -hmm. but they're all using each other as means to an end right uh yeah it's and, much more interesting that way to see it see an, it that, an not unholy like alliance a, yeah uh -huh. and i am kind of curious too if you thought like i know there were this a little jumpy but um uh if you if you kind of noticed that um it felt like the other mothers <laughs> uh 
like we, I sort of sensed that there was like a hint of a. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. And oh, like, when when he bombs the uh, citadel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, there was like a twinge of like. I'm not sure if I sit well with that. I'm in like there is like a like it, it's like a hint of of a of a breakup, a bad breakup coming. Mm. Yeah, I mean it could very well be, and also just that the, they they both made literal deals with the devil. You know, Thrawn yeah. made a, a deal with the literal devil, and right. uh, and vice versa. Um, and I think everybody's gonna Thrawn will have that moment where he he makes the realization that you know. Maybe when this army of the undead awakes, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I made a boo boo. But uh, oops, yeah. yeah oh, right I'm now he's just brought... so focused on getting what he wants. I'm glad you brought it up because um, uh, I, I I think at this point, especially since we got we finally got our army of the dead. Um, because yep. I was thinking because there was kind of a nice misdirect the last episode, the penultimate. Um, we yeah. thought that we were gonna get that, and then it didn't happen. We're like, oh. completely refuted it. They, they're, yeah. they're all alive. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Like, just oh, I was very and uh, living. all right. I was very surprised by that. But yeah, uh, I'm really glad we got to see them. Ooh, that was so scary and fun. Kill um, and then reanimate, and then like not get die shot either. I mean, I guess like really the only way that they were really like dead, dead was a chop chopped head off. And, yep. and not to mention, too, I thought that for a second it was like, oh, they're going to make this, like, you know, kind of family-friendly. And for the most part, they did. But, like, there was a part where, like, the mask was, like, partly oh, the, broken. and you the could death see, like, trooper, the, yeah. The jaw, like, severed from his face. Well, like, and hearing them, ah! hearing them growl through their microphones was, yes, was yes. really unsettling. Like, all Weird. those little details were uh, – I, I just I, – I never imagined seeing that in live-action Star Wars. And, oh, my uh, God. Yeah, it was Fucking really cool as hell. Really fantastic. So my question for you though is, um, the capsules that are being loaded onto the ship. Yeah. Um, it there there is a uh, a running theory that I mean, because I think the obvious thing is we're thinking, oh yeah, they're just like a bunch of coffins with dead bodies in them. But is it possible that they also might be just like in um you know what do you call it stasis hibernation yeah yeah because the, there was um there were there was a little hint that and i was like my ears perked up because it was like such a fast little one line from um ezra about um <clears throat> thrawn arriving and then like waking up the mothers or whatever, right he said something about waking them up and I was like, "How did he do that? Oh, like, wake them up that. from the dead, or waking them up I like from found, spaces?" Or, I heard he hmm? found the mothers, but maybe I. I no, no, no. I like, he, like he, he said, said he waking up, woke them up, like or in, like mm. in those words, yeah. Um, hmm. And it was uh, just an interesting turn of phrase, and it made me wonder whether or not they were dead to begin with, or if they were just like a like I was saying, like in stasis and. Um, you know, perhaps like they, uh, you know, whatever, whatever happened on this planet, they got spooked and said, we need to leave. And then at least most of them left, but then they left some of them behind. So like in the case that the other people, like, you know, if they figured out how to fix this problem, they could come back and help them? Question mark. I don't know. I think I'm 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 reaching, but um, I'm just curious whether or not if these uh, if these capsules are filled with 
living Night Sisters or dead ones. But either way, it well, feels like we're getting we're getting them back in some well, way. Well, yeah, and 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 because they're you know they were all stored in the catacombs. You know, my my first my first reaction to that is is they're probably Often. these are probably dead. Dead and they said they said that sisters. too, like they were in the catacombs. Yes. Yeah. They yeah, were emptying I mean, the catacombs. So I, I think, probably and I yes. think that you know bringing the stormtroopers back to life was a preview of yes, of, like of look at coming attractions. The literal, <laughs> the look literal at what we horror. Can do. Yes, right. we are bringing um, horror ugh. to Star Wars. So that yeah, that that cold open was was really terrific, and it ends with such a great shot of those two Tie fighters like whizzing past Thrawn's head, and I was like, oh stop, Filoni, stop, and Famuyiwa, just stop it. Yeah, there was there was um. Yeah, in this entire God. series, there was so much beautiful symmetry going mm-hmm. on with their shots. Like it was gorgeous to look at. Yeah, the shot of the ship. Um, you I know, wish that we could have. I wish that we could have gone to the one of the screenings. Oh, oh me yeah, too. I know. Same. Oh well. <laughs> also interesting that you know, Thrawn's talking with Morgan in that same scene and says. Uh, uh, I, I too have kind of I'm paraphrasing fallen victim to the adventurism mm-hmm. of uh, and heroics of Jedi and mm-hmm. never again, never and again. So we'll see how he he how he chooses learned. to deal with them going forward. But uh, but what a threat! Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. feel threatened. I feel threat. I feel attacked. Oh man, was it? Spooky. Uh, I loved <laughs> um, I loved the scene with. Uh, Ezra, Sabine, and Hu Yang. Oh, me too. Where we get we get yeah, even more great. insight into just how long Hu Yang's, Hu Yang's been, around been around. And what, yeah. What his responsibility is. We know he's been around for tens of thousands of years. He's but, so uh, wise. Ezra was like, "How old are you?" <laughs> but but to bestow well, num- number one to show how far J- Ezra has come as a Jedi. Like he he's he's legit. Knows how to build his lightsaber, which we already knew, but like quickly not to too. Mention, but, I, and, this is like kind of a, maybe my own. I, I don't know if it's a fault with it. I just like wish that they had explained it more or had like a like you know, um, Hu Yang like s- say something about it because like the 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 choosing of the Kyber crystal like at least in the the Clone Wars show like yep. was very they made it like like this is a very special thing that happens. It's a rite of go, passage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a rite of passage. You go to you know um, the planet of. Um, Wait. Shit. Where is that? Oh, was it? um, uh, Ithilim? Ithilim? No. Yeah. uh, Elam. 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 Thank you. Elam. I-L-U-M. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Where Starkiller Base is uh, (laughs) eventually built. Right. Um, So, yeah, you you go to Elam, you you pick out the Kyber Crystal, like, picks you. And then, um, yeah, and then you have to kind of, like, commune with it, sort of. And then, like, but, like, does, like, Hu Yang just, like, just like have a drawer of uh, of kyber crystals just sitting around, and he's just like, yeah, he could use this one. This is a spare. I mean, I guess that's possible. And 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 I like mean, he he's keeps like, the hilts. Why not? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I guess the 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 fact that that um you know uh that Ezra found and like you know and was just like, yeah, this one will work, and then puts it in and it works. Like I I kind of 
potentially either just shows how how well he how good he is at the force <laughs> how good he is at the force now mm-hmm. or um or it just shows that they're kind of diminishing how special um choosing a i i, th- I mean i is. i would i'd probably lean more into your first point that he's probably just uh just really good with the force what now. we see ezra is so much more in tune with with nature too i mean yeah, his more. skills without a lightsaber i mean he's really developed you know a oneness with his environment out mm-hmm. of necessity yeah uh so so i think it i i actually absolutely buy the explanation that uh he's just real good that he's just he's just real good and then and then to be presented with a copy or a twin of of uh, kanan's hilt is that's cool chef's kiss yeah uh, that's cool how, how special is that i just very, thought, i just in my head special. was like i don't think they have the time to go into the kyber crystal thing right now so i think that's yeah why. no i think yeah. it was like a logistical thing but i i buy that ezra's just that but gifted i i suspect um you know if if you know well we're gonna get sabine we- like you know, learning how to do that and stuff too. So maybe they'll go more into it there. And and Jason too, potentially. Yeah. yeah. You know, so oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I imagine um, if Dave Filoni, um, you know, if what he's been giving us so far is any indication, um, like, and, and the fact that he is trying to, you know, connect the dots between now and the sequel trilogy, we could totally right. see, see Ilum like before and, and and see the uh the first order slowly taking it over maybe mm. you know that would be well neat. we see that it, don't we see that in uh uh the first uh jedi survivor game um oh wait he, did we? isn't he on uh oh on he does go to Ilum, Ilum, he? There, there's a, where he goes to find his kyber crystal and the empire shows up so we've already kind of seen the beginnings that of the first there. orders yeah, what the 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 uh, first order basically takes over whatever the empire, the remnants was, of that was trying to do. Sure, I think the you saw the beginnings of the empire building something like Starkiller Base, which yeah, I guess what they didn't make um what they didn't make apparent in the game was, um, if it was like you know just a base or you know because like just for the sake of. Being like, oh, this is a place that's special to the Jedi. Let's let's like you know make sure that they never come back, kind of thing. Or if they're like, oh, we're gonna make this into a giant like you know star killing machine. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be curious to know like when that idea like was like. I got an idea. Why don't we build a bigger Death Star? Um, um they love yeah, those so things. Yes, so that was it. That was a, a wonderful scene, and then, um, then the action just kind of really ramps up. And uh, I love that we we start to see the the scary Sherlock Holmes come out of Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God! In respect to I, you know, I uh, he said he says it very explicitly later, but he he anticipates how Ahsoka is going to act based on his interactions with her master and going quote unquote right through the front door. Yeah is a very Anakin thing to do. It's like, very well, what, what, what's all this trick? Let's just go, let's just walk in the front door. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> um, and how he will, you know, eventually continue to use that against her, I think is, uh, is really compelling. And, uh, and you saw it for the first time, like him putting like that in literally in her face, you know, like mm-hmm. he's like, okay, yeah, before I leave, I'm just going to get on the intercom and be like, yeah, bitch, 
you're fucking like <laughs> Darth Vader's Padawan. How does that feel? <laughs> and 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 drops, you know, drops the remark that uh, it'll be really interesting to see if you become what he became. And like he is playing like, with her emotions so oh. hard because he knows. It's that that's a really smart move because he so, it's a emotional manipulation at its best. Exactly. Yeah, like it's uh, um, it is the master manipulator. You know, you know exactly which buttons to press. You just want to get her like to the point where she's so pissed off that she does become vulnerable, uh, vulnerable enough to potentially become what her master became. Mm-hmm. You know that, or or just make mistakes. You know, yeah. be careless. Just you, be careless. Yeah. Just get her in her head. Um, yeah. uh, it's working. <laughs> but really. Uh, <laughs> But really, prior to uh, prior to them kind of hatching their plan to just to to hitch a ride out of there, uh, I, I I loved the scene we we got with with Ahsoka and Sabine, and where she imparts wisdom on her in the sense that you know my my you know Anakin uh, never abandoned me; he mm-hmm. was the only uh, one. Uh, I w- I also very much loved yes, that. Yes, that, yeah, that was great. And and Alyssa mentioned it earlier in the episode that uh, she didn't admonish Sabine for. Uh, Actually, I said for, that, but that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel, you said that. <laughs> you have um, to credit Daniel, or else he's gonna freak out. I know you really upset. No, no, you are correct. You I, guys I, keep ignoring me. I just, I just assume. <laughs> never, never. I just Daniel. assume you have nothing of value to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. You. No. Right. As Daniel said. Thank prior God. Uh, that uh, you know, Ahsoka doesn't admonish Sabine for for acting that way because she 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 reflects on how many times Anakin acted that way and then allowed Ahsoka to act the same way and how it yields results. At the end of the day, just you know, if if, if you if you trust in the Force, you're going to end up where you're supposed to be. And right. uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was really important for the setup of of the the second half of this episode, but also their relationship going forward i just remembered i don't know if you caught up on this um because it it was a it felt like it was a very uh, subtle sly um like wink and a nod um because she's like have you been keeping up with your training and she said like i i do i do like she kind of emphasized i do mm-hmm. like you know I do, because, I do. because there there is no try <laughs> yeah do or do well, not and you and th- th- like, that's I, a do, gr- I do, <laughs> and that's I do, a great I do point because uh, also the Jossie yeah. Chaplin. <laughs> Maybe this is me projecting too much onto projecting. onto what was said in this scene, but uh, Ahsoka says to Sabine, "There's a lot more to being a Jedi than your skills with a lightsaber." It's how I you dance. <laughs> I, I couldn't help but wonder if that was Filoni's very subtle and quiet way of of saying yeah the pew pew and all of that is really fun but you're missing the point yeah and it wasn't necessarily directed at any one group or 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 another but it's what george lucas had always said from the very beginning in his storytelling was all of this is window dressing and it's fun and it gives Mm -hmm. it gives color and shape to these stories but at the end of the day it's it's uh family yeah, the, well, yeah, the, the the philosophy of a Jedi is, you know, can be imparted to any major religion on Earth, which is, sure. you know, do unto others as 
you know, you'd want them to do to you. And that's giggity. No, giggity. Then that's what uh <laughs> and that's what Ahsoka's basically saying here to Sabine is that, you know, it's it's uh th- those skills are, you know, a complement to to what's really important. Mm-hmm. And that's also something that gets paid off minutes later when they're fighting their way through the undead mm-hmm. where Ahsoka in real time is seeing Sabine kind of struggle with trying to be a quote-unquote Jedi. So she's like, yep. Sabine, pull out the gun, do, for do, God's sake. Use the like, yeah. use Do the what gun. you do, do well. Do what you do well. Yeah. And and that's what's, what makes Ahsoka such a wonderful master. Yeah. Uh, and, and what made play her, her a master. Yeah, play to your strengths. Like, you got nothing to prove to anybody. Just uh, do what comes naturally and... And it'll all work what out. That's your lie. You knew it was coming. I, I, I knew as it, it was, was coming, coming out of my mouth. You knew it. You had to do that. Uh, as your fault. But uh, <laughs> gonna do. no, gonna you don't get, get. You don't get we're two. Get a you don't get. We're gonna get a couple out get, of the way, and then we move. No, on. you don't get two in a row. That is well, strike it, one. It takes two. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The same musical. Oh no. <laughs> I'm. He should have done hairspray. It takes two, and then it would have been. Oh yeah, that would have been good. Damn it. I think. I think. I think. I would say. Welcome to Paradia. (laughs) (laughs) I would say probably eighty percent of the musical quotes that we've put on the show are in the woods. (laughs) Yeah, it just lends itself so well. It does. I think think we have said into the woods many times (laughs) on this podcast. Times, yes, yes. Um, so so yes, I love I love how that dynamic has finally taken full shape. And um, I have a question. Yes. Um, so I have an answer. I'm sure. Well, please. Um, so we barely got any of Balin. Mm-hmm. Really, the last two episodes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we did get like a a, a little chunk of him in the la- in the penel- Yeah, in the I mean, we got a good old fight in the last, last which was episode. nice. Um, and but then, then it's almost nothing for the last episode. And yeah. I'm I'm curious if you think um, any of him landed on the cutting room floor, like because they may be making changes, or at this point, like I I don't see how they move forward without recasting him. Like, right? Well, um. I, I actually don't think anything ended up on the cutting room floor outside of what would normally be edited out for, for time constraints and sure. just flow of an episode. Because he died not long before the show released. Yeah. So I don't think they were that, editing yeah. episodes. You don't think they that, would have posthumously like No, edited. and I think I think the reason there will be an Ahsoka season two was uh, they they had him in in mind for that to be of course certainly kind of her, her counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and your point is well taken, Daniel. I I do think they recast. And actually, as I was sitting awake last night, I was they thinking called about. Me, but I told them I wasn't. They, they called me. I told them uh, I need twenty years. And <laughs> I won't do drag. So I won't do drag. Um, it's against my or anything religion. medieval. I have things great against. With a beard, though. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you look really hot. With homo. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> What are you, gay, bro? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. But I, but I was as I was laying awake last night, I was kind of thinking about. Well, number one, uh, I can't believe that was the last shot of Balin yeah. or uh, Ray Stevenson oh. as Balin will ever see, and we'll talk about the shot later when we get to it. But yeah, uh, you couldn't. That, ask that for made more me really. That made me really sad. Really sad. Totally. He's been one of the MVPs of this 
the show, we you know, kind it. of darker Qui-Gon. I mean, like... Yeah, yeah. We have said it. Um, like, I, I think you can go back and edit all of our episodes together yeah. at all the times we have praised that man. My God, he's so good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what a, what a loss, uh, you know, for, for everyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about it. So I, I do think they recast... I think they yeah. have to because it's very clear they want to make him an important part of what's going, what's going on on Peridia. Uh, yeah, and they can't. And they can't just be Ru- like, oh, there's Russell another Crow? person here. Russell. Crow. Oh my God, Russell Crowe. That's interesting. I. I or Gerard Butler. Mm. I have a feeling they're probably not going to go with somebody that is a like a well-known name, but maybe. I'm just thinking of people that fill out his body type and his yeah, yeah the structure uh, general general and and the reason Russell Crowe just came to my mind is you slap a white beard on him and and just his acting style in general he's very yeah. contemplative and yeah it is, it is similar for sure yeah I, I, don't I know. could yeah maybe it is too that. maybe it is too big but I I I I don't think I'm not sure that would take me out of it like I, yeah I, we I all think know that would be, we all know it's going to be someone forward. different. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think it will be. I, and I um yeah, I I I I would I fear them like hiring um big names because that takes away budget from other really uh important things. <laughs> but but <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't take more budget away than trying to CGI his face back in. <laughs> yes, please don't do that. Please God don't do don't it. Don't do that. I don't God. think it's that's fun necessary. For, it's fun for a couple minutes a here and second, there. A second, but any longer, we know it's not a person. No. So. I mean And it, and and we know Based on, I mean, there, there's evidence on screen of where the budget went when yeah. they do that. Yep. Yes. yes. And things suffer elsewhere because Correct. they spent hours and hours and hours trying to face swap. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, ultimately, I think, what do you think, Alyssa? Do you? Th- do you... Yeah, it's got to be recast. Yeah. You can't. They're, obviously, they're on Pridia. They're really far away. No one has ever been there before. <laughs> Yeah, so, right. I mean, literally, no I mean, one like, knows how to get there. So it, I'm yeah. sure they could figure out a way to like sort of like, like sadly kill him off on the first. But that would feel so cheap and weird. No. Like, just no, the, like the relationship... you get back to season two and the hand that he's standing on breaks. <laughs> That's just it. He's just gone. No. I don't think they're gonna do that. No, that'd be terrible. And I think the way you honor Ray Stevenson is by continuing the character's story. You don't erase it's his it legacy. Because Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're literally giving him. Although like, I he, say that I, I say that, and I I feel like I'm contradicting myself because I had a very different view about Black Panther, mm. but yeah. but I draw the distinction there with the fact somebody else takes up the mantle of Black Panther anyway. Yeah. You know, yes. There is yeah. precedent for that. So totally. And, that's and, how I justify that. But. Um. Yeah, that's such an interesting thing, and they might even like. Well, no, no, no. I, I, it, listen, it 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 worked for Harry Potter and you know yeah, Dumbledore. I, I it did. I yeah, think. we all it, it was it was they were similar enough, and yeah. Michael Gambon was also also rest, rest, also rest in peace. Yeah, um, I know, so sad. Um, Although I I do wish I could have heard um, the first Dumbledore's Richard Harris. Yeah, Richard Harris's line reading of. Um, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? I think it would have been a lot more gentle. Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Screaming. Screaming. Holy shit. Whoa, calm down, Dumby. 
he got it. He got into the, um, the coffee at the concession stand a little too early. <laughs> Get one of the other for you. Holy. Whoa. That, that was the, yeah, uh, the love, toned I down like cut, too. They mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> Shakes him and slaps him. You fucking bitch. Yeah. Um. No, they've got so, a re- they've got a recast, and and I'm sure yeah. I'm sure they'll get someone awesome. Uh, yeah, God, they will. Willing. I have no doubt. Um, well, and, and Lord knows they they may. I'm that that process has probably already begun because they they. I, well, maybe well, not no, though. Not the right strike. now. Not right now. Yeah. I mean, the process has begun in the sense they're probably they're sitting around. About people. Yeah, maybe like, they got names. Casually texting one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, list of hey, names. Like, and, and the, the and writers, and the, writers are back now. Writers yeah. are back. So well, that conversation. When, when is did I, I can look this up? I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, what's interesting? Did, I wonder because like Dave Filoni is, is the writer. I mean, I know that they probably he had like a, a team of writers working. But with when him. did Ray Stevenson pass away? When did when did uh, um, was it in? Let's see. Was it in May or June? Because it could have been pre-strike anyway. That oh, I mean, I'm sure yeah. they had to think about it pretty quickly. Um, anyway. Uh, oh. It was, it was uh, May. May 21st. May. Yeah. Yeah, so that that would be pre-strike. Oh, my God. It was only like f- four days before his birthday. Oh, so sad. He was really young, too. He was yeah. young. Rest in power, Ray. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but going going forward in the episode, um, uh, I loved... Uh, <laughs> There's a, a real good bit of comedy when uh, the TIE fighters descend upon them and, uh, you know, have disabled the ship. And this is just after the speech Ahsoka has given Sabine about, <laughs> you know, do what comes naturally. Like, and uh, Yeah, but that, maybe not that. Then takes the ship and the remaining power and and collides just... with the TIE fighters <laughs> in a really brilliant maneuver. And then just watching it crash. Yeah, he's like, well, I did it. And I thought the editing was really great on that. That was she, pretty funny. She looks back at like the smoldering ruins. It's like, <laughs> worked. <laughs> and again, Ahsoka like, oh, being God. very patient and being like, yes. yep, mm-hmm. yep, you, yep. You, you sure did. You, you sure did. did. That. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good for you. It's like you. a dog having to, to uh, you know, to poop and it, it goes on the floor, but you're yes. just happy that yeah. it went. Yeah. yeah. I Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, I mean, yeah, that's and good. Ezra's, it's not the right uh, spot, but. Ezra's line after that reminded me so much of like, you know, Rebels era Ezra just being like, "Well, he had a yeah, he was really good." I uh, I don't think I have to mention it, but this does put us back quite a bit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yes, Ezra. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. All of your contributions. He's so naturally gifted in the Force, and he's so strong in so many ways. But sometimes emotionally, I'm like. Yes, Gosh, you're such an idiot. Yeah, you're such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They know. But it's cute. The, the girls know. It's the girls know that adorable. it absolutely has changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then uh, they try to kick down the front door of the, mm-hmm. so to speak, of the Citadel, and uh, we learned that uh, Star Destroyer uh, turbo laser operators uh, are have as horrible aim as stormtroopers do so <laughs> right bless uh but what a, what a friggin i was like that oh was my so god cool this looking. is like the kind of scene i would come up with like six years old in my bedroom with my, <laughs> right, my right. action figures and uh 
felt like a video. I mean, in it, in a in a great way, it felt like a video game. So very much so, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there was like a like like levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It just and kept, kept the, getting amped, and then you had the boss fight, you know. Right, and then you then you have the, uh, you know, the quick instance of, of Ahsoka encouraging Sabine to. Do what she can to help out, and mm-hmm. and it's just a really a great way of teaching. You know, you have your two experienced Jedi kind of shouldering the load and kind of taking the pressure off. It's like help out, help out how you can, and this is how you learn. Um, and then uh, yeah, then the uh, the House of Horrors, <laughs> literal House of Horrors. Now, interesting. The, there's a quick cutaway with um, Thrawn and the Night Sisters, and you see like a battalion of stormtroopers, and this was the most unnerving bit of the episode t- to me, but also speaks speaks to to Thrawn's influence, where he asks uh, Morgan, Morgan, yep, to make the ultimate do, do, sacrifice. Well, no, no, not not yet. He's talking about the stormtroopers, where he's like, oh, do, do yes. they do they understand? And she was like, "Yes, yeah. they 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 volunteered." That's so scary. The, the, we talked about it a little bit uh, when we were kind of speculating whether this, whether the stormtroopers remaining with Thrawn were an army of the undead or if they were mm. kind of a cult. Now we mm-hmm. know. Like, but I this mean, is a- isn't this nice? Like, even like on the spooky side of the force, like we're all talking about consent. It's very important. Thrawn, Thrawn, if nothing else, values consent. <laughs> so that's nice. You know, he's he's his engaged only, in mass murder, his but only nice quality. But uh, <laughs> but he believes in consent. Thing. Never let it be said. Never let it be that said. That Grand ask. Admiral Thrawn didn't ask if he could it, kill you. It's interesting though, because like I I, I wonder in, I, I mean. Is that is that him? Like, is that like his vibe across the board, or is it just for this? Because you're like, this is like a really spooky ask. So like, yeah. Maybe you should... Well, you know, Thrawn does have a history. Uh, even if you're going back to the non-canon, what's considered non-canon Novels. versions of him, mm-hmm. he's always, uh, at least in in the news on books I've read, that kind of fill in the gaps on, mm-hmm. on how he came into the galaxy and whatnot. He's always had. A great amount of respect for those who serve under him. So he's under not like officers. authoritarian. He's more just like a respected general. He's he's vicious to his enemies, but Certainly. to his underlings, he's very uh, 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 nurturing. Is not the right word, but, but <laughs> almost. But but almost. Sure. He, uh, and there are instances in the books where he really encourages his officers to think independently and hmm. and object. He's like, that's how we're all gonna learn is by hmm. so i do think there is some sincerity here but really the, the the whole point of the scene i think just reflects that in the over 10 years he's been gone that this has now become a cult of personality on the star destroyer that these people yeah. are viciously devoted to him so much so that they're like yeah we'll go die so you can bring our corpses back to life uh yikes like and 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 I guess like you can't buy that power. Yeah, there there maybe there is a a a land where at least some of those stormtroopers were thinking, or sorry, night troopers were thinking. Um, yeah, I'm gonna survive this. Yeah, the zombie thing, sure. sure. I mean, I guess. Well, and also they might be thinking that uh, you know it might also be 
um, they, there might have been some misinformation thinking like, oh, like meaning like I can never die. Like this is going to be like a I'm immortal uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an immortal thing. Like, sure. That sounds great. Not really knowing that they're going to come back as sort of like a lifeless husk of a being. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you know? there's there's some of that. It's just it's frightening that uh, I think Would the best way. That? Would I agree to come back as a lifeless husk? Yeah. No. No? Certainly not. Not even to fight for 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 Alyssa's right to party? No. Especially then. No. She doesn't she 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 can she do what she wants. She doesn't deserve to party at all. <laughs> she doesn't deserve to party. <laughs> no, but I think it's setting setting up that kind of atmosphere. Yeah, that is very cool. Uh it makes Thrawn an even more compelling counter to force mm. users because he's yeah. he, all he has is his brain and his influence and so to show people willing to do this for him i think really evens the playing field quite a bit absolutely yeah cuz it, it is a very uh different vibe from uh you know just normal stormtroopers which pretty much like that were and also the first order um like they're kind of guys that maybe would have rather have not been there, but well, they were orphans. They were they, orphans, they were, exactly. These, these were all orphans who were abducted. Right. So, um, like, yeah, like um, uh, Finn, for instance, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so it is a very, very different vibe and much more um, uh, dangerous. Yeah. Well, someone is always more dangerous when people believe in that person. Hmm. I think. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Again, cite cite our own history for that mm-hmm. fact. So we we talk about a lot of I, I'm I'm you know such as like many like holy wars <laughs> that have happened throughout the years. Um, uh, and 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 I bring that up because of like there's been numerous um religious connections um to this particular series uh and. Yeah, and also just the title of the the last episode being a a, a wink to the Lion Witch of the Wardrobe, um, which is also a wink to like the Bible story. More no, or less. No, C.S. Yep. Lewis never writes anything biblical. He's not an allegory writer. That's not You're what wrong. he does. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm wondering if like uh, I, not wondering. It's it's. I think it's pretty clear that um, that Filoni is writing like an allegory of an allegory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and and he used, as we've talked about, he's used multiple allegories to write about an allegory. Right, 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 right. So we're that just guy. allegory. Yeah. Yeah. That, he, guy. That, that man knows his allegories. He sure um, does. One giant allegory. Um, I don't know. Uh, seeing, um, seeing three Jedi in the same room mm-hmm. for the first time, uh, in a very long time was uh was also very cool just i mean give that to me all day and twice on sundays yeah and um you know it's i i i was gonna say um when me and Alyssa were talking in the last episode um we were wondering how this was gonna end and um i think we and we also discussed about like the well how do they you know 
like how are they going to figure out uh, I, I first I didn't know how they were going to wrap this up I, it was pretty clear that like Thrawn was going to make it back but also there was the thing that I, I was I sort of proposed like what if none of them make it back you know it's just like they they strand themselves but it was kind of a little bit of both which was very surprising I was like wow okay <laughs> Yeah, Thrawn gets back, but they all get to stay behind. No, yeah, you—you—they've literally just swapped places. Yeah, but I'm curious if you think um, uh, does Ahsoka and Sabine and everybody do they eventually make it back and help with the fight against Thrawn? Well, <sighs> or I, I well, I think so, but I want to get to the alternative when we get to the end of the episode, great. so we can talk about the future. Yes, and. Yes, um, and. But Alyssa mentioned, and I am crediting this correctly, Alyssa said this. So don't <laughs> scream, Daniel. No, I said it. I don't know Alyssa what it was. Alyssa said this said next bit. Uh, the fight choreography for Ahsoka's confrontation with Morgan. Very is cool. Stunning. Thrilling. Thrilling, dangerous, high stakes. And like uh, What fast. other adjectives you got? Fast, clean, precise and they didn't speak calculated yeah um, i mean um diana has worked as like a you know as well as like a you know stunt person and a martial artist and tons of stuff she's also choreographed and directed a lot of fight choreography and um yeah what a what a just like lucky thing <laughs> Oh man. They they got her and yeah, it just was seeing seeing both of them and you know how strong and capable both of those characters are. Mhm. But to see them cuz a lot of times, you know, we we see a fight and it's like, okay, obviously like one person is significantly stronger or in Star Wars, they're angry and they're using the dark side. So, like, eventually something's going to happen yep. that slips them up. But um, right, seeing, yeah, it just was, it was, it was thrilling and scary and awesome. <laughs> I am curious, too. Um, you know, we, <laughs> the rules of Star Wars deaths um, have been kind of, skewed since episode one <laughs> um in the sense that you know back in the day a lightsaber to the stomach was certain death um nowadays mm, it's questionable she got double sliced but like not like severed body just like two slices to the tummy it seemed to make her you know be fairly lifeless but are we certain that she's not going to be around? Especially with the thought that she's been like, you know, thumbs to the eyeball, spooky witch times. <laughs> I mean, if there's another, if there's another night sister around to bring her back, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't think she can bring herself back. I, I, I don't know. I, Hard to say. If you're going to bring just, her I, back, it, it needs to serve the story. And yeah. right, yeah. I I, 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 just um, down to that. I think right. she's dead. Yeah, I, 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 I would be fine. I probably would be fine with either, as long if they. D and the Night Sisters can sense it, 
Like, mm-hmm. oh like, right, yeah. And she, one, they one say, of the, they she, say one of the mothers said dead. Morgan is dead. So yeah, I think that, I think she's dead. Think and she's it does dead. it it brings more weight to just like her uh, her reaction to and it's a, it's a little it's it's sad and tragic on like like because you know she yeah she she got there they like quote unquote rewarded her. Um, but and then came but you all can that see way it. for you, Thrawn. And... Yeah, and you can see it, but you can see it in her face. Like she's not thrilled about it, but she's like she's honored, but not thrilled because she's like, this is almost like a, a certainly a death sentence, you know. And then yeah. they and and almost immediately after her getting her reward, they ask her to literally sacrifice her life. <laughs> oh my god! And she's just like, yeah, okay. They're really um. I'll do it. They're subtle. They're subtle people. All of them. <laughs> Yeah, they don't waste any time. Those 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 reverend mothers, um, the reverend mothers. <laughs> yeah, that's what we that's what we kept calling them all last episode. Yes, we Sister we Mary Dathomir. Sister Mary. <laughs> Sister Mary Fake. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I especially liked um her her like her acting choices in this. It was it it yeah. rang true for me. It was good. Yeah. Uh. Another great moment that kind of Sister feels lovingly Mary. ripped from the cartoon mm. is uh, uh, Ezra and Sabine kind of pulling a very Canaan oh, yeah. Ezra maneuver. Yeah, the force the, pushing the and force pulling. Push. Yeah. Force mm-hmm. push and pull. Um, the old force push and pull. The old force push and pull. Yeah, you know. Gave him an old force push and pull. Uh <laughs> I, I loved that Kevin Kiner took the opportunity to give us some uh, some Force theme hero and uh, yeah. Sabina's launching him, and that was just a really fun moment. It it goes without saying too that that Kevin Kiner like I mean we've saying it almost every single episode, <laughs> oh but God. like the music. there was ooh oh. and 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 like um uh, I'm so excited to listen to I think I'm gonna listen to it today on my run because the original oh, nice. the, the original score is all out now. There oh are, good, there are good. 46 tracks. Good, good. Yeah. And and I, I'm already thinking of that that track from the end of episode five with the Purgles. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just... It was gorgeous. I, I I am I am curious, and I would love to know. I I I, you know, they've been doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff for a lot of these um, Filoni shows. Um, I'm wondering uh, because the music is so brilliant. There there there's there's like little, little subtle nuances that that I I'm curious if like. Um, if it was his design or if it was like the sound designer and him kind of working in, uh, you know, Tandem. in symphony. Um, but like, there's like the, the sound effects of Thrawn's ship, like with the, the, the sirens and the, the, this mm-hmm. and the that, like they like felt like they were almost rhythmic. Like they fit with the, the it, 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 it was, it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all of it. It all felt very um, symbiotic. Uh, did you think Sabine was going to stay behind with her? Honestly, no. Before the, before the reveal, because I, that was a that was a great that was a I thought that was a great flip because we know we're immediately reminded of her choice to leave everybody behind and go search for Ezra. So we're thinking, oh, she's going to do the same fucking thing over again, but then she didn't. She did. So proud of her. Well, how about this? Did how either about of you this? Ha- how about this? How about this? Okay. Did either of you have even an inkling of concern that Ahsoka wasn't going to make it? Yes. 
Yes. Definitely. There was danger. Yeah, because that fight was... I mean, she could have absolutely killed her there. Mm -hmm. And and they were setting it up to where... It was so close, that fight. Just some of the editing, too, where uh, Sabine looks back and and Ahsoka's surrounded and, like... Mm -hmm. Are we about to get the sacrificial moment that Kanan gave everybody? And because, and my thinking immediately went to what we've talked about in the past. Well, eventually something has to happen to Ahsoka because she's not present in the sequels. Well, and you, why isn't you she? have said that every time we've talked about this. And 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 I was like, oh my god! Like, Is we don't now? have a season two confirmed. Yeah. Are they going to kill her now and then like launch Sabine as a Jedi? Like her last act was to make. Oh jeez! Well, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't do it here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, but unfortunately, I do think that that is coming eventually. Although I I I, I do have another question. I do have another question, and we're 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 nearing the point where we can talk about it. Okay. Okay. Um, Just let me talk about it. Don't let me talk about it. Well, and when we briefly talked, touched on Thrawn's indirect communication with with uh ahsoka and mm-hmm. and what a what a great um and sinister and just leaves you kind of awful dick. but you're feeling uh, awful about how the, it has that. very empire strikes back vibes to it. it's like we got our asses kicked today and um and then and then you know to see where they're they're headed specifically and to, to have confirmation that Dathomir is going to be the, uh, maybe the new the base, base of operations. operations. That's, yeah. yeah. That's very, Ugh. that's very creepy. Yeah. In, okay. So, uh, I mean, obviously there's a, uh, you know, the connection, um, because it's like, we're going from one night sister place to the other, mm-hmm. but, um, we've also confirmed that, um, you know, for those of you that have played, the uh the new star wars video games the uh, um jedi survivor and jedi survivor and fallen jedi oh. fallen, uh, fallen, 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 fallen order um uh the the ancient um race of the zepho um that they uh exist on these two planets or um, did did yes yeah. Yeah. um and um very very curious uh, it the fact that we've seen hints of them, I'm, it makes me feel like we haven't seen the last of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering whether or not, um, like we may get like a resurrection of a you know an ancient Zepho force wielder or something. Possible. Uh, it, it's yeah. Uh, uh. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. <laughs> Because that is something we really haven't ever seen in um, in Star Wars is just like you know, uh, I, I, I think that the the Night Sisters is probably as ancient magicy as we can as as we've seen. You know, um, my 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 feeling on that is uh, they're they're introducing all of the Zepho imagery and live action here, not for anything in the future, but for a movie they are making about the past. Ooh. And we know we we know we have that uh, that ancient Jedi movie yeah. mm-hmm. on the horizon, and I think that's, uh, that's just to start wetting people's beaks mm. to understand what is going on there. That would be interesting. That would be interesting because yeah, I, I believe um, I'm trying to remember like 
where we where it ends up going because this fo like we find out like they sort of like leaned dark side heavy am i crazy or did that sort of like or did it, it sort of like ended up being that way towards the end of their reign or whatever you want to say but i i i'm i need to go back i i i honestly i need to refresh myself on the, the canon of that i don't it's uh, been a second i don't remember um, what their their legacy ended ex, up i mean being, i am sorry if i'm spoiling anything for you guys but um out there who haven't played it but it is it is absolutely worth it both games are are beautiful um um a little frustrating um with some of the mechanics because it's hard it's like yeah oh the temple stuff is difficult the puzzle yeah the puzzles and the anger inducing sometimes yeah that's Um, why i stopped playing it (laughs) yeah i understand i feel that Um, i was like uh, this is a game and it should be fun and i'm not having fun i'm angry Um, but i'm not gonna play but uh um see you later (laughs) but uh story-wise um it is it is well worth the um the adventure it's well and and there's a reason they're incorporating it into into the live action stuff now. I mean, because it, yeah. it really is wonderful storytelling. And uh, um, so I yeah, have I, th- uh, I have w- uh, Wikipedia pulled up here, Wikipedia for the uh, the Zephosages. Oh, thank you. Um, force sensitive Zephonians who wielded the force, which they referred to as the life wind. By the imperial era, the sages were extinct along with their species. The three sages were. Uh, Ilrim, Kujet, and Mictrol. Kujet, that's right. And I think that the Kujet was the one um, that, uh, like, if people on the interwebs have um, deciphered some of the, um, you know, the, the not the, the hieroglyphics, but like the words that are on the temple mm-hmm. there on um, in this different galaxy that we're in, um, and and they mention that name. Yeah, the Kujet is the the dark uh dark side of the force so temple. Excited. So, um boop, boop, boop. No, wait, is the it, other that, the that, other that two sages. Dark... Let me is let it, me is that, is that was one one Zepho named Kujet, is that right? Yes, correct. Yeah, okay, got it. Um so Kujet established his power on the planet Dathomir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dathomir thrived. But apparently obviously. Uh, well, I guess we don't really know, we don't really know for sure. Um, like if he started on Dathomir or if he started on the one in the the old galaxy first and then moved there, or yeah, I, yeah. Well, I maybe the we'll tomb, find that out. The tomb of Kujet was a symbol of Kujet's ruthless power, as they would cast rebels into the pits under their throne room. Oh, that is so scary. Yeah. Um, so of the of the three sages, that one is um, on Dathomir and really mean but mean very guy. interesting um three sages um one good one bad and one maybe somewhere in between is that it doesn't okay. say that it doesn't say that but i wonder but if that's Daniel what it is wants that to be I mean, it just says the darkest of the three temples was the one that kujit yeah resided. he's the spookiest but yeah and i, I mean I, that, um, that kind of follows a, th- a running theme here of... thank you yes that's the theme that daniel loves the most of this well, we're, I, it, again, it's this. We're getting a lot of religious things. Holy Trinity. Can we talk about that for a second? No. If you, if you want right, to well, talk about that, fine. <laughs> this has been Inside the Dungeon. Um, well, the, well uh, and I mean, do you have stuff to add other than like speculation on who the 
the three are? Uh, well, no, they're, they're, yeah, that too. But I mean, I um, I am curious about the um, uh, the statues that we see at the end. I mean, it's obviously yeah, those are those. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Mortis gods. Um, mm-hmm. The Mortis gods. Now, um, we we clearly see the father and the son, but the daughter has been busted. Um, now you could probably just say that you know erosion, weathering, or whatever. But I mean. I, 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 you know, I, I, and that could be just a like fun environmental detail, but I, I feel that there, nothing is like on accident and it wasn't just like the designers being cute. I, I think it was purposeful that the daughter's head is missing. I mean, she does represent the light side of the force. Um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like there's much light going on in, in this, uh, was here universe. Radia. So I'm, uh so i'm curious what that means but you know or the daughter you could say like the daughter is missing um and i guess she has been until ahsoka got there because ahsoka is sort of the embodiment of the daughter well, and then we see morai right right who we haven't seen in a while and how did morai get, get there? there question mark is is morai even like a real physical being apparently maybe not i mean it's the it is the essence of the daughter yeah I mean, Mm-hmm. Uh, at the She's end of the day always uh, chilling when you're so good if we've lost you at this point so we've, <laughs> we've mentioned the the mortis gods i've lost me. before and th- this is this is derived from from dave filoni's mind that it first uh, appeared in season three of clone wars i watched the mortis arc last night uh mm. again just oh, cool. to it had been a long time since i'd actually sat down and watched those three episodes it's good um Okay, so... <laughs> okay. Did so, you watch it after you watched... Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. So what we have... What we've been introduced to, and I'm just going to do a basic rundown just for our listeners who are probably like... And for me, what? please. So the Mortis gods were these three beings that lived on this planet, and... uh they're also known as the ones the, the, they're an embodiment of the all the aspects of the force and you have the father who is kind of the balance between the son who represents the darkness and the daughter who represents the light um anakin has a run anakin obi-wan and ahsoka have a run-in with these three beings there we don't know whether they exist whether mortis the planet exists within our Star Wars galaxy, we don't, they even express, we don't know where we are right, right now. Right. Interesting to note. Mm-hmm. Um, they they possess unbelievable power. And at one point, the sun actually seduces Ahsoka and then more prominently Anakin. And then even goes as far as to show Anakin his future. And there, mm-hmm. yes, you heard that correctly. Anakin does have a moment where he experiences he, everything mm-hmm. he's going to do. And it isn't until the father erases it from his mind that he's <laughs> he's spared. And, and the father goes on to say, whatever you're going to do is going to bring balance to the force. But in order for that to happen, you have to forget it. So the father basically mm-hmm. tells us, the audience, by extension that what Anakin does is necessary. Yeah, I'm going to... So let that sink in. I'm dooming the... I'm literally dooming the galaxy (laughs) 
to Darth uh, Vader. There has to be horrible darkness before incredible light. And um, that that's that is yikes. like kind of the epitome, uh, the embodiment of of the balance of the Force, yeah. you know. But these got these these beings are viewed as gods, and they become mythological figures, and they're depicted through several mediums of Star Wars storytelling. We see them again in Rebels on a, a yeah, temple you see wall them um, on two different murals. Yeah, uh, one mm-hmm. is in the episode Wolves and a Door. And the other is in uh, a world between worlds. Yeah. But interestingly, so we see this uh, to go back to Ahsoka. So we see Balin scaling one of these statues, the outstretched arm of the father, which reminded me of Lord, was like Lord of the Way Rings. Lord oh, of the easily. Rings. Yeah. The, the Argonath. <laughs> the Argonath. He's not shying statues. away from the Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, the two kings mm-hmm. on yes. the entrance into the kingdom of Gondor. Yeah. Um, Oh, but God, he's really he's walking. Fan. I used to know the name of that. The Argonath. Yeah, the Argonath. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and he's he's walking out on this arm, and and the the father is pointing at something in the distance, and you get this great shot of these mountains. And really, it's not until you either pause it or view a screenshot of of the episode, mm-hmm. but you see this beacon of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, above one of the peaks of one of these mountains. Mm. I didn't think anything. I, I didn't even see it. So I, when I went back and watched uh, the Mortis arc last night, there's a very similar beacon atop the monastery where the father resides. Mm. And the statue was built pointing directly at this, this beacon of light. Mm-hmm. So whatever... Mm-hmm. Balin is after is, is there is contained there and this is this is what leads uh, either to your imagination or if you wanted to dive deep do it and you wanted to wonder about or speculate further about what it is Balin is seeking dive there, Dino dive there there are a couple of of ideas that have been presented mm-hmm. dive uh, the the first it is mentioned in the Mortis arc. Uh, there there uh, there are two locations: the uh, uh, the font of power and the pool of knowledge. Mm. And these are uh, mythological in their own right, and the uh, they have the power to corrupt if you were if you were to uh, imbue either of these these entities so could it be that Balin has discovered the location of the font of power and the the pool of knowledge and if he were to use these uh, could he achieve his stated goal of returning to the beginning and then breaking the wheel so to speak and when Ah. he says returning to the beginning like quite that, literally that is going a really compa- time. Well, no, it's a, it, not time travel, but it's a compelling argument. Was the Force born? You know, do these entities represent the birth of the Force? Mm. And yeah, like and the could it give him some power so to, to? Could it give him some power to kill it? I, kill the kill kill the Force at the source. <laughs> Or, or yeah, uh, imbue himself with it and then destroy it and be the mm. only one who can 
wield it. You know, wield this kind of power. I that's, alone can fix it. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, I very compelling and super exciting. Um, Another one comes from um, from what is now non-canon, but it is still spawned from the Mortis. Are we talking about the mother um, now? We're talking about the mother now. Oh boy! Yeah. So please, we have not please, been. Please er- help me with this. In in Clone Wars, uh, in Dave Filoni's storytelling, we hadn't been introduced to a mother figure. It's always been but a trinity. They, but they'd done some hashing out in in what is now called Legends, which is no longer canon right. with Disney, about who the mother is or was. And she uh, she drinks from the pool of knowledge and dives into the uh, uh, what is it called the um, the font of power the font of power in the pool of knowledge and it corrupts and her man, and she becomes it makes her look great she becomes an entity known as Abeloth which is a <laughs> I say that. terrifying force leech. Uh, uh, I, I don't remember what what her nickname was. It was like either like the Mistress of Chaos or Queen mm. of some She's some supernatural looking, force entity that uh, uh, wreaks havoc. And it, it her mouth could is it be way she is big. could it be she is uh, imprisoned there on this on this planet <gasps> I, where that beacon is. And her being unleashed would would be would a, be the thing people would be very afraid of. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, yeah, shape shifting. Yeah. She's mind controlling. She's mm. can travel great distances. Like all of these really scary. I I don't know if if, if yeah. there, there's been a history of introducing legends storytelling back into the new canon. Mm-hmm. Totally. Could that be the the tomb or the the prison where where the father put her yeah. when she went cuckoo. Like they 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 mm. started the force in this galaxy. Abloth effed it all up, and they said, "Okay, let's move to the next galaxy. Let's start over." And um, and then that's the where you know our the stories that we all know began. Um, and they left her behind, um, thinking they'd never have to deal with her again. Um, that would be. Very interesting. I, I um that being said, like um trying to believe uh you know, cause Balin doesn't seem to be super like chaotic in his choices. Cause that would be no. like a very chaos choice to like unleash, unleash literal her. chaos on Unless he just doesn't know what he doesn't know. Yeah, right. that that's also All, I, I he would said believe he was that. called somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like and just he could be being fooled. And would be a very, you know, I mean, I I hate to to talk about it in a, in a light way, but um, it would be a relatively easy way to end Valen's story um, quite quickly, because I mean, but, the second uh, that that lady is unleashed, it's like I, I I don't imagine him being like, oh oh sure, oh my but, god, thank you so much for unleashing me. I'm gonna, keep but I don't you think around. that has any. I don't think that has anything to do with Ray Stevenson's passing, though. Like I, I don't think. Oh no, I don't think no, that I know Storytelling that. would be like used to also take him off the board just because. No, certainly, of course. Um, but I mean, it, it, like I yeah, can't imagine. No. Your your point is well taken. Like, uh, yeah. 
all he knows is he's been called to this place. He's hearing voices mm-hmm. and like, a, I don't know, call it a siren call maybe. And yeah. maybe she has, maybe she, it, whatever, whatever she that it. is. <laughs> he's made a, he, he's made a big mistake. Yeah. And, and. Uh, That's what everyone says very, when she does it. But it has to be something that the Night Sisters really have to be terrified of to want to get away from here. I like this idea. I hope it's that. I hope it's that. Um, And if you're looking for something that perhaps, if unleashed, is a a real problem for Thrawn, mm -hmm. or a bigger Mm -hmm. problem than Thrawn... That, oh, I, assumedly yes. But but all okay. But now that we're here, not, not to throw too much on the table all at once. Oh, it's so fun! I'm loving this. So we, Daniel asked the question about where we thought the storytelling going forward would 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 be handled. Would we have yeah. two different like? So here's my thought, and I it's far fetched, and I'm probably going to eat my words on it. Hey, okay. do it. This is very uh, brave. Thank you. I have. I am. <laughs> I'm being very brave here. We always, I don't we always think... have incredibly wrong theories. So, and, and I, I just chalk this up. I'm excited about this one. That's okay. Go and ahead. It's, I'm 99% sure it's not happening. That's okay. It's but... fun. It's fun to speculate. So, we've wondered why Ahsoka wasn't present during the sequel trilogy. Uh huh. Yeah. And we've long stated it's probably because she's dead. Something she's. What if she and Sabine don't leave? Peridia in time to deal with Sir, they're still the trapped. events of quote unquote heir to the empire. Mm-hmm. Yes. I literally, what if they yes. are, what if they are there until after the sequel trilogy? Yeah. And this Abeloth threat doesn't become one until after the sequel trilogy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, they have no means of escaping. Mm-hmm. No, there's no Unless way. we do the whole song and dance of Ezra going, getting a hyperdrive powerful sure, enough to go back and, and get them, and yeah, like what would be the point of doing all that again? Yep. And truly, like you know, what kind of a threat would be worth talking about after the Emperor? Right, and we know we're getting a movie with Rey set yeah. after the events of the sequel trilogy. So, what kind of threat that is not Empire adjacent? Yeah. Is worthy mm-hmm. enough for a, a whole nother movie, or maybe even a set, maybe a trilogy. Trilogy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea a lot. And if um, you want to keep Ahsoka not, involved, then then there maybe she is. That's the way she's you do not. It. She's not dead. She's just literally been. She's been gone. She's been trapped in, in another galaxy. But we, we've been drawn. Were we've literally been saying that, um, like ever since we knew that uh, that we were getting a show, and ever since we saw her in the Mandalorian, we're like, well, where the was she in the fight with the, you know, so we're thinking that there must be a way that they're going to explain her just not and being look, there. And look, like, I, wh- I, I refuse to believe that she's dead, damn it. And, and look, where we are now uh, in the timeline where Ahsoka takes place, we're only about 20 years out from Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're talking a yeah, century. It's not, like, it, it's not yeah. far-fetched mm-hmm. for her to, to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Thrawn's already been there 13 years. Like, right. he's been trapped 13 years. Right. Like, I think, I don't know, if you if you want to include uh, these characters in Star Wars storytelling going forward, you just built the mechanism to do it without having mm-hmm. to go, well, why weren't you here? And we now know. No. 
Yeah, yeah I guess were, well, I mean, the the, mm. the, uh, the I the only the only um, I mean I don't know if it's really a a, a hole in that is um, now that Ezra is in this universe um, and also Jason. Um, I'm just thinking about the other force sensitives that are like potentially. Well, it gives going him to be... it gives him room and space for storytelling of him training Jason at some point. Without right, totally. Also having to weave in Sabine and Ahsoka into that story, mm-hmm. and but then you have... I guess you'll you'll also have to tell the story of why they're also not around um, for that fight. And I guess you could, and it, it pains me to say, but I mean, like, really, the only um, the only note we've got about um, them, so not them. Sorry about like Jedi post the original trilogy oh god is that they all died at the hands of uh kylo Kylo ren um i i don't i i feel like that would be a really sad and kind of potentially like i wouldn't say lame ending but um to to ezra's storyline i i feel like that that's not gonna be it no uh yeah i mean i i don't know what happens there but that's the beauty of what maybe Ezra is a casualty of whatever happens with I I have another thought Thrawn yes please uh we have been um getting light to not light hints <laughs> of what they're calling the path yeah to um, Peridia. uh Oh, oh, sorry, not to pretty. No, 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 no. The isn't that what they're calling it? They're calling it the path. Like it's the um the the path for like force sensitives to be sort of like you know the it's like the underground railroad for oh, force the, sensitives. From, oh, oh, from yeah. Obi Wan. Yes. That, from that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. D- was that called the path? What was that called? Am I crazy? I thought it was called the path. They 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 also used that phrase in the video games as well. Okay. Um, so they're 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 placing these little hints throughout these new um, uh, new IPs, um, and um, it feels purposeful. It's like they're they're it's it's very like small seeds. So yeah, you're right, Daniel. Like it's just called the path. It is just called the path. Okay, yeah. great. Um, the uh, perhaps that that's maybe where I could see maybe Ezra going to help out with that. Whatever well, that is. also, and you know, Ezra, and all. Ezra them. does have access to the world between worlds, or or has <laughs> right. demonstrated access to it in the past. Sure. So you always have that as an out to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I I don't know in what That's manner, true. but but. That's so. But no, true. you're you're absolutely right, Daniel. That, that why not? I mean, I the, I the 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 path is going to come up again, um, and I feel like. Uh, my guess is probably not until the the sequel sequel trilogy. <laughs> well, I yeah. can't help but feel like the more I've seen of this, mm-hmm. and because uh, they they do have a little housekeeping to do in terms of we've talked about it a little, a little. bit uh, in terms of uh, whatever happens in this this thirty year window between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like it's going to be really impactful and like a Thrawn return and wreaking havoc on the galaxy. Uh, it, it's never mentioned in Force Awakens, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. like at that at that time, whatever has happened in those 30 years 
isn't really mentioned. So if it is something cataclysmic, then they do have to explain why it's not really talked about. Well, um, my my only guess in that regard is that they don't perhaps they don't perhaps they don't really win. Perhaps it's like they win in the sense that they defeat Thrawn, but they basically have like like spoon-fed the the next generation to like start the new the first order. Yeah, but, but like at this time, like the first order is already kind of, and again, this comes from like the books and whatnot. That the first mm-hmm. order is already kind of percolating, and Thr- as far as we know, Thrawn has no direct role in their creation. Now, maybe maybe you could change that. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe he he does take on a more direct. Um. I guess yeah. In that regard, like, how does that like how does he switch gears? Like, like does he get in contact with? Because um, yeah, maybe I, I need to go back and watch the movies. Like, do they really? Is there is there any um, you know, like the history of the first order? Like, this well, is well the yeah, I mean, yes, kind it. of, yeah, uh, kind of, but not not, not anything not, definitive, not super um, super detailed. I yeah. will say in the Mandalorian, you'll remember. Uh, you get that scene with all the Imperial warlords and Gideon right. is talking to all of them. Mm. Now you'll remember the dark council or whatever they call it. I can't the shadow council. Shadow shadow. Council. General Hux's father, Brendel oh, Hux yes. <laughs> is, right. is present at that meeting. Yeah. And he is one of the founders of the mm-hmm. first order. His dad ah. is one of the founders. Got it. So there's connections. There. Yeah. 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 They're mm-hmm. there. Um, okay. So, but, but I do think Ahsoka primarily is being used to set up what happens after the sequel trilogy. I, I think you're right. Yeah. And I, I do. I really do. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's a very that? exciting, so exciting prospect. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm thrilled for, for it, it makes me thrilled for all three different films that are coming out. Like the prequel, the, the sequel, sequel and the, and also sequel, sequel. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've talked to God. Jeez, we've talked, we've talked a lot about like, Star Wars storytelling going forward, maybe leaving the Skywalker saga in the past. But what a great way to honor it while mm-hmm. also not directly dealing Doing with it while stories. having yeah. Rey and perhaps Ahsoka and mm-hmm. people who were directly influenced by Skywalkers but aren't necessarily Skywalkers themselves mm-hmm. carrying on the legacy. You know, the whole thing about found family and... Maybe Skywalker becoming a uh, a state of mind. <laughs> Excuse Bless me. You. That sounds like a song in the making, and I uh, hate it. A Skywalker, a Skywalker state, state of, of mind. mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. I, I don't sounds know. Cool. I, I'm, I'm really excited, gang. Yeah, me, me too. too. Uh, I I yeah. I I don't I don't know what else there is to be said about the show other than. You know, obviously, I really liked it. I, I, where, I guess, maybe I, I don't know if you're ready to to sort of wrap things up. I know we've already been sp- yeah, talking yeah. for an hour and a half. We probably everybody. should. This last um, ten minutes was, am, was too much you for have me. Genuine, if you've made it this far into this episode, oh, holy moly! I don't think there. Like, if there the are any of you, there's one of you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one of you managed to make it an hour and a half into this and thing. God bless you for it. Um. 
but what is a pool of knowledge? I mean, what, <laughs> yeah, right. Where did they I, talk I, about that? So, so I guess one of my final questions for you, because I am curious, like where, um, in, in the 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 shows that I thought we you were about. To, I thought you were about to ask where where do you think it's going? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's what we've been talking <laughs> about been talking for about. an hour, for one whole hour. <laughs> but what do you? Where do you actually think you it's going? Really think it's going? No. Um. What? Well, uh. In this in the scheme of the shows that we've gotten so far from mm-hmm. Disney Plus, where does this sit for you? Oh, Star Wars wise. Oh. Um. I think Daniel and I answered that last week, but we can. And it still says the same for you. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, Andor number one. Okay, so now Ahsoka is because Ahsoka, Ahsoka was at number, number one two. for you, so it's taken a no, number two spot now. They're they're tied. It got demoted. No, okay. If I had to choose, if there was a blaster to my head, <laughs> fucking choose. If I had to choose, Ahsoka. This is Dave Filoni. Gun to your head. Ahsoka number one, Andor number two, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Seasons one and two, number three. <laughs> Specifically. Mm-hmm. You people? I would probably, uh, yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think I would agree with that. Okay. I, I, the, the, I, I will never forget how I felt, though, with seasons one and two of Mandalorian, man. Yeah. I, they, were, they were thrilling. Yeah, and, absolutely. And emotionally impactful. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, it's hard, yeah. They're 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 all three of those shows are kind of at a close, like yeah, very me very. Me too. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking that I might want to switch Mando and Andor. <laughs> I mean, Andor is it's your favorite, not necessarily phenomenal. what's objectively. Yeah. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Crafted. No, no, no. Just my favorites. Those are my three favorites in no particular yep, yep, yep. order, but also kind of that order. Yeah. Okay, Dino. Um, Ahsoka is number one for me now. <gasps> Whoa! Um, Andor is number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poop show. I want to say, well, yeah, uh, no, I, I'm almost directly copying you. But Mando season one and two is three, and the number four is the finale of Obi Wan. Yeah, oh that was God, the, the finale, finale was, was incredible. Amazing. And I know that like it's that's so your bonus s- material. Damn. Yeah. I was like, damn him for doing this twice and getting me both times. The end of Obi-Wan, like showing the freaking force ghost of um, Qui-Gon, literally had me beside myself well, crying Well, because that was tears. a full surprise. We didn't. Oh, yeah, my but, but God. Just we didn't the scene know with, for sure. Um, we hoped the that The scene was... with, with Hayden and you and yeah. uh, obviously the fight was, was awesome. I wish it yes. wasn't so shaky, Cam, but. I would have liked to have actually seen it, but <laughs> but uh, but the uh, but it was epic. The, the interaction where Obi Wan apologizes to oh, him. Oh, yes. It's like that, I think that that's was... my favorite moment of Star Wars uh, TV thus far. Yeah. Very peak Star Wars. Um, and then and then at the very end of this ep- you know yeah. season, um, getting the Force Ghost of Anakin, which was like very. Like, I think anybody could have told you that that was going to happen, um, and it happened, and I still fucking cried. It was beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, well, oh well, on that note, it. on that note, I think we should, 18 hours later, yeah. say goodbye. 12 hours later. Uh, thanks for listening, you one person. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, this is Inside the Tauntaun. Uh, uh, we will be covering Loki. 
coming up oh next. Yeah, we're going to put Star Wars on the shelf for so a little bit. So Star Wars um, will be, um, yeah, Loki we've got lots of Marvel uh, content coming out. We've got Loki. We've got the Marvels. Um, yeah, we've been on a little bit of a, a hiatus there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so this will be fun. Take a little take a little breather from Star Wars and get into Marvel. You guys and... go look up who Abeloth is. Thank you. Yeah. Later. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I'm also going to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, have have some good nightmares about her. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, this uh, this is Inside the Tauntaun. I'm Alyssa. It is? I am Alyssa Simmons. You are. And I'm also Daniel Dawson. You're also. You're also Daniel Dawson? <laughs> yes, I am. All right. And I am also Daniel Dawson. <laughs> okay. What? Also, may the force be with you. Always. Inside the Tauntaun Podcast, please. Like and subscribe.